own all parts of yourself and don't be ashamed of it and allow yourself to be angry when it comes up. Welcome to the Healer Dealer Podcast. This is an invitation to be inspired, get curious, expand and empower your own gifts through conversations with the modern healers of our time. The only way to heal ourselves is to deal with it. I'm your Healer Dealer, Diana Zaloki. So excited you're here. Let's get started. Are you looking for kind, compassionate and mindful medicine? I am so excited to share with you about SourcePoint Wellness. SourcePoint Wellness is an integrative healing oasis located in Los Angeles that combines Chinese functional and spiritual medicine along with a bit of magic. Dr. Amanda and her team of experts offer virtual healing services to anybody in the world, including integrative telemedicine, herbal medicine, distance acupuncture and Reiki, goddess acupuncture, Akashic readings, chakra balancing, healing energy work, EFT, and customized breathwork. Literally everything and anything you need to be fully supported, mind, body, and spirit, Dr. Amanda and her team at SourcePoint Wellness has got you covered. Follow them on Instagram at SourcePoint Wellness or email Dr. Amanda directly at drcohen at sourcepointwellness.com. Hello, my light worker love beams. I don't know. Do we like that? I don't know. I feel like every single person that is listening to this is a light worker, some form or another. And obviously, you are a love beam. So that just came to me. <laughs> so, real talk, I am in my towel drying off. I call it towel time. And I have a cup of tea. So maybe I should do this, these solos as a series of my tea time, towel time, towel tea time. I don't know. How's that sound? Take a sip. So before I get into it, I just want to take a second and do a little shout out. So Dr. Amanda Cohen, who's been on this podcast, and Jen Kosh, who's also been on this podcast, who are both very dear important people in my life have created a new pioneering healing modality called high priestess healing. They don't even know I'm talking about it yet. Cause they're still like in the works of getting the landing page up and it's going to be up so soon. Um, but it is literally this amazing, epic, new wave of healing that you're going to be able to learn and get certified yourself in and be able to use this work learning um, combination of working with goddess synergy and acupuncture and distance acupuncture and so much more. Um, It's really powerful. Nobody has anything like this out there. And I have been like, I affectionately will say like the guinea pig of some of these um, uh, I don't like saying a guinea pig. And then now I just like had a flashback of that I've eaten guinea pig when I went to, um, Ecuador. Um, sorry, vegans. Um, anyways, uh, which I would not do again, just cyber. Um, so yeah, so high priestess healings coming out soon. Make sure to follow Dr. Amanda Cohen on Instagram. She will be doing updates on there. Like when to follow on, get on the wait list to get a part of this like epic, epic, epic healing. Um, so I want to give a shout out to them. Uh, it, oh, and I'm going to have both of them on the podcast again, talking about exactly what this is and dive deeper than what I explained. I'm just super excited. And I've, you know, um, been seeing it in the works being created and a lot of heart, a lot of heart 
a lot of divine intelligence, a lot of soul has gone into this course. So I'm super excited for you guys to learn more about that. I also want to do a shout out to Spirit House Collective. They still have their BIPOC allyship healing program where you can uh, become a sponsor and work towards helping heal um, you know, those that are needing the healing in the BIPOC community. It's such a beautiful program. It's a way to really give back in, um, in a way that, uh, is magical and truly healing. Um, they have so many great workshops and it's just such a, um, if you have the privilege to be able to purchase a class, that would be great if you could, um, also, you know, sponsor, um, you know, the BIPOC community. So give a shout out for that as well. Um, and then I just want to do a quick reminder that, you know, I have the Empress Advisor Mentorship Program where I'm supporting you as you're diving into your intuitive abilities. And then, you know what, if the, the mentorship feels a bit much right now, or you're not ready, or you don't really get it, um, I'm totally available for one-on-one sessions right now. I don't know, um, you know, how long those will last, but I just want to, um, put that out there for those of you that have been listening that are like, oh my gosh, I want to do the mentorship, but I can't commit to that. You can always book a one-on-one session with me. So go ahead and email me at love at empressadvisor.com and we'll get you set up to do a one-on-one with me. I definitely have to say that, um, I think I've mentioned it before, but the people that I'm here to work with are really starseed light workers who are here and wanting to have an impact. Those that are feeling a deep pull uh, at their soul of like, I'm here to do big things. I just don't know what it is. So I am essentially the conduit of connecting you to what that thing is. So um, that's why I call myself the Empress Advisor because I look at all of you as empresses and I'm your advisor. Um, so um, it's, work that I love doing and I would love to support you if it feels in alignment. So go ahead and reach out to me at love at empressadvisor.com. So I'm going to take another sip of my tea while I'm in my towel. I don't know if you guys feel like that, but I just like when you get out of the shower or bath, like I don't, you know, want to like put clothes on when I'm still dewy. (laughs) So I like dry my skin. I put lotion or oil on depending on the mood And then I like it to like fully absorb into my body before I change my outfit, which normally ends up being a robe. Like why do people wear real clothes at home? I always think it's funny when you're like visiting family or friends and, you know, people are like dressed formally for like meals and you're like, but we're at home. I don't understand. Um, Anyways. Okay. So I want to actually get into my topics today. I'm going to try to keep these quick. Um, you know, uh, these little downloads. I mean, well, before I get into that, I'm super excited for the guests I have coming up. Um, you know, I wasn't expecting to do another solo so soon, (laughs) but here it is. Um, I definitely felt a call from, you know, spirit to do this now. And then, um, the week after next, I'll have another incredible guest. Can't wait to share. I feel like my throat's drying out, not COVID, just not drinking enough water right now. Um, So anyway, so I want to talk about deep listening and I want to talk about when your friends are healers and I want to talk about being seen. So deep healing in the deep listening. So when someone is venting to you or telling you their problems, are you able to just 
listen? Or do you feel the sense of responsibility to have to like find a solution or fix it or suggest something? I think this is something very ingrained in our society as what it means to be a good friend or you, you must be useful. You must be helpful in order to have an impact. You can have a huge impact by just holding space and allow the person to ask for help. So I know something for me is, um, and I've had to practice this in my closest relationships with my family even um, years ago is, you know, I when I'm upset about something and I'm venting, I just need to hear like, yeah, that's messed up. I don't need you to fix it. I don't need you to give me suggestions how I can do better. Like I need you to just hold space. Holding space is deep listening. Holding space is deep listening and not giving a bunch of suggestions on how to fix it. It's not the time unless they ask for it. So just think about the next time you know someone that you love is sharing with you what's going on resist the temptation to have to fix it for them. Just listen and then wait for the invitation to be asked to then give a suggestion. So try that on and see how it feels. And then also the opposite. When you're venting, do you like being given suggestions? I think this is a great activity to really, you know, see like what your needs are as far as like when you're sharing how you're feeling. Like, do you need it to, are you an active, do you want an active listener? Do you want somebody that's listening and, and giving input as you're sharing this vent or frustration or concern? Or are you somebody that just wants somebody to like give you full undivided attention and not say anything? So just putting that out there as something to think about what works for you and then to communicate that with the people you love. So I know for me, when I'm complaining, I don't want you to try to fix it. That is not helpful to me. When you suddenly go into like, oh, do this, try that, that, that tells me you're not listening to me at all. That's how it feels for me personally. I want to hear, oh my gosh, that is so messed up. Of course you feel that way. And I think a lot of that for me is mirrored in my work with the Akashic Records. When I'm channeling in the records, that's it's a similar energetic. It's like when something's going on, they're like, of course. So not just for me, but for clients. So it's like if anything's been bothering a client and we tap into it, it's like, of course you feel this way. Like that's very much the vibe I get when I work in the records. So I guess maybe if you guys hear weird pauses because I'm taking a sip. I, I feel like this tea, I'm drinking like Madagascar vanilla. I don't know how I feel about this. I, I don't know if I'm into it, but I've already committed. Anyways, so, you know, think about what do you need to feel seen? What do you need to feel supported? for someone to hold space for you and how do you show up in holding space? Another thing I want to um, touch on is if you're listening to this, you are most likely an empath, a magical person, light worker of some sort. So I'm going to loop y'all in, y'all, I'm going to loop y'all in with the identity of being a healer. So something to think about if you identify yourself as a healer or not is the boundaries of friendship within being a healer. And why am I bringing this up? I'm bringing this up because it is actually related also to the deepest. I feel like this is all interconnected is 
when you are a healer, you are most likely a very good, deep listener. You also are very good at what you do, and it makes you also a very good friend. You tap into the unseen. You know what people need. You make them feel safe. You can help alleviate pain. There's a lot of similar qualities in what makes you a good healer and making you a good friend, a great friend, probably the best friend. So something I think is really important, especially in this time, is to ask those that are around you if they are in a space to be able to support you. Um, if if you're in a service-based industry of any kind, if you're somebody that's working one-on-one with people, your job is, you know, to hold space with people. Your job is to, you know, be that container for them. So I think sometimes, you know, with texting or voice notes or whatever it is, you know, if we're frustrated and it's somebody that's close to us, we may want to like just do a quick text or, you know, to say what the problem is. I invite you to try on asking the person first, hey, are you, can I vent to you? Hey, can I like, you know, are you in a place to hold space for me? I I mean, I know that saying could maybe feel a little funny or uncomfortable. So maybe try on like, hey, are you in a place for me to, I I need a vent, you know, can you listen? Um, That may feel more organic to you. Um, Because then it gives the person on the opposite end an opportunity to choose and think for themselves where they're at energetically. Because I'll tell you what, when you're an empath, when you're a psychic and you get texts from somebody that's furious, angry, sad, and you're not prepared, it feels like a slap in the face. And even if you know you're not in a place to, to support them, you're still tapped in energetically. So it really is a lovely boundary with, um, you know, like energy and the energy of that person. And I'm saying this specifically for healers and those in the service industry relating this close, you know, dynamic intimacy, because it is the unseen. It's emotions. It's the things that, you know, are not tangible. And because it's so intertwined with, you know, safety and what can feel really intimate, I think sometimes the lines are blurred. Like when you're a good healer and and you, you are most likely a good friend too. So, um, you know, it's like, it's something I've been consciously aware of for years now of people that are very close to me is, Hey, I need to vent. Hey, can you hold space for me? I'm, I'm really pissed off and I need to talk. That's something I have been consciously aware of because my closest friends are in the service industry, are healers. And I also know I have, I'm a very like fierce energy in the most loving way. Like, um, like I am very aware I can make somebody feel very good or very bad. Like I'm powerful in that way. And I am aware of my influence on people when I am not in a good mood. So I'm just putting this out there, you know, to ask first again, hey, can I, sh- can, you know, are you in a place for me to be able to share this before you dump it on them? It's just, I feel like it's also, this can be applied to anybody and I'm going to just expand on that. It's like, if you're at a party and, you know, somebody's a doctor or a lawyer, it's like, you know, I, I think it's, this is just my opinion. I think it's rude to just go in and ask people, you know, advice about whatever their profession is without asking first, like, you know, I'm very sensitive to that. So it's like, you know, 
I have doctor friends and I'll say like, hey, can I ask you a, um, a medical question? And then they have an opportunity to say yes or no instead of me just going like, hey, I got this issue and I'd like you to fix it. Does that make sense? So I think this can apply to everybody, no matter what your profession is. But I'm notating healers because it feels like, you know, you get hired to hold space for people. And then sometimes the lines can get a little mm, slippery slope of that boundary between the space you hold for clients and the space you hold for friends. Does that make sense? I hope so. So just ask. It's that simple. And I promise you, any friend of yours that is a healer, energy worker, a psychic is going to really appreciate you asking first because sometimes it can be traumatizing to um, those that are, you know, so hypersensitive and then you get this like text or message or call and it's just like an emotional dump on them and then they didn't even get a chance to prepare for it. So just I hope that's helpful and... I'm also sharing that so we can all be responsible for our energy. The energy is so intense right now. I know we've been talking about this this whole year, but things are coming to a head. Things are going to rev up even more as we get closer to this election. There's so much anger out there, um, you know, and I just think, you know, we if we can really keep ourselves in check with those that are closest to us, let's not dump that anger or rage or workshopping that we need to do on the people we love most. So I hope that's helpful. And then going into that, so pulling into that is I want to talk about anger. So something I've noticed is people I know that have really not done deep inner work um, are people, and I'm going to sound generalizing, but I'm trying not to, you know, speak of specific people in my life, but it's just an observation I've made. But people that I am aware of that have not really dug in deep, um, you know, into their own shadow work, into the treasure chest of emotions that we have as complicated, beautiful beings is, um, you know, uh, anger scares them. And this is my, my, my belief on that. So I'm going to use myself as an example. I'm a very passionate person. I am very enthusiastic and it's almost electric and people love it. So when I'm with people, people feel good and all that stuff. So when I get upset about something, it doesn't last long. I feel it fully. I'm fully present in it. But that can scare some people. They like don't know what to do with it. They're like, oh my God, that's like intense. So it's like if you're somebody that's intense, you're going to probably be intense with all sides of your emotions. That's just my belief. So sometimes it's been hurtful for me personally when I feel people benefit from the joys of being in my life with the level of enthusiasm I carry. But then if I'm not feeling so great, it's like scary to them of like, oh, I, I, I don't know what to do with that. And then they try to fix it. or And it's like, or like it's less spiritual to be angry and like that is bullshit. Anger is also sacred. It's where shit gets transformed. It's the information of our inner wombs or past life wombs or current situations. It's the highlighter of the shit that's coming up to be healed or healing. If you think you can just walk through this world and not be angry at anything, 
you know, are, are you really in touch with your deepest desires? That's just what I think. So in my experience, in my perspective, um, I feel the people that are scared of anger are really not in touch with their deepest desires are. I feel like they're scared to speak up. I feel like a lot of the people are people pleasers. They, they kind of sidestep into what they really desire. Um, I hope that makes sense. Like, do you allow yourself to get angry? I'm not saying be angry at the whole world. I mean, we definitely know those people, but like, instead of shoving it down into like some terrible Christmas sock, I don't know why I said Christmas sock. <laughs> Sitting here making myself laugh with my cup of tea and my towel. <laughs> but like, seriously. Are you somebody that's like shoving stuff down? Well, why are you shoving stuff down? Are you afraid of being seen? I'm going to admit it. I'm somebody I think of as a very confident person, um, very strong person. I'm not afraid of people. Um, but also like I, I will create a story sometimes of this doesn't feel fair that the, these people are reacting to me as if they're scared, but yet they benefit from all the massive support I give them when they need it. Does that make sense? So, you know, I just, I just think it's interesting. I think it's very interesting, like when anger comes up and what is your relationship to anger and how do you hold space for yourself within that anger? Um, you know, like years ago, my personal, um, intuitive life coach, Jen Kosh, she like had taught me the, um, she's also the one that's part of high priestess healing. So you're going to want to check that out. Um, you know, uh, about doing sacred anger work. And what I do with that is I like to do this in the shower. I, I probably, um, my water bill is probably higher than it should be because I spend way too much time in the shower. I like to do weird chanting and all this kind of shit. Anyways, but I like to do my sacred anger work in the shower. I hold white light. I don't wish anything bad upon anybody, but people that have pissed me off for situations or frustrations, I hold the white light around me and I let it out. And then that often involves crying. Um, you know, so I just do that as much as I need to. Um, you know, but that's just me personally. But also, I feel sometimes underneath the anger is, you know, the sadness. And sometimes people don't, you know, and obviously everybody's relationship to anger and sadness can be different. So some people can feel really triggered by anger, by whatever they've experienced in their life, or or also maybe by depression. I mean, I, everybody's a little different. So I think it's just interesting to just ask yourself, how do I feel about anger and, and, and know that you are allowed to be angry. You're allowed to have the feeling like you want to set something on fire sometimes. I'm not saying to do that at all. Don't do that. But I'm saying the feeling. Honor all of your feelings. This whole idea that we're supposed to be love and light, light, love beams all the time is bullshit. You are perfect just the way you are. All parts of yourself, parts, all parts of yourself. You're allowed to be happy. You're allowed to be angry. You're allowed to be sad. If you're feeling like, you know, again, to be a great master, you have to explore the polarity. If you're thinking that you're just going to be positive all the time, manifestation, positive thinking, it's bullshit. Own all parts of yourself and don't be ashamed of it and allow yourself to be angry when it comes up. So 
I hope that's helpful because I feel like that's all tied into being seen. Are you afraid of being seen? And why? What is it about you that you feel is, you know, do you feel like you won't get accepted? Do you feel like you'll be judged? Do you put on a people pleaser face to keep it safe and as they say, kosher, that feels like a weird thing. So why do people say that? That feels very awkward. I feel like I'm all part of like the old timey sayings now. Um, but like, are you placating people in order to, you know, not be seen? Because I'll tell you what, like, you're not going to do anything great if you stay in that place. You're not going to do the things you deeply desire because when you do the things you deeply desire, it ends up triggering people. You're going to have people that don't like you. And the more you step into that, the more you own it, the less you'll care. But then you do care what other people think. But, you know, when you're seen, you're going to have, like, everybody shouldn't like each other. Everybody doesn't have to like each other. So I hope that's helpful. It's not to scare you. And it's I'm not saying like you must get angry, but just if you feel the feelings, like allow yourself to get angry. I feel like I know too many people um, that really, and I don't know too many people. I'm just observing people in my life even that I am very aware that they shove down their feelings, shove it deep down, deep down. And then I've noticed those are the specific people that have judgment on me when I get angry. Like who, like, wow, you're angry. Like I'm going to, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm angry and I'm spiritual as fuck. (laughs) But I'm not saying necessarily my way is the right way. I mean, I just, um, and I have to remind myself that not everybody is, um, as bold to own their feelings as they do. Um, And, you know, sometimes I do wish I, I, like, it wasn't so, like, high level, but that's just, you know, I go deep, whether it's whatever the emotion is. Um, I don't stay there that long, though, I will say. And I think that's the hard thing with right now with everything that's going on in the world is when you're feeling the feelings and not getting stuck there. Um, so I hope that's helpful. I don't know if you heard in the background, I have like rain going on. I love putting on, here is a hot tip that I love to feel super cozy for autumn time is you go to YouTube, put your YouTube on your TV and, you know, pick rain or a fireplace or, you know, there's this super cheesy channel that I'm just very much into. That's like Halloween themed with like rain. I'll actually do a link in the show notes. Now I'm asking you guys, if you do watch the cheesy Halloween themed YouTube thing, please screen grab and tag me in it (laughs) on your Instagram. My Instagram is at Diana Zalucky. So that's D-I-A-N-A-Z-A-L-U-C-K-Y. Um, and also too, I have a favor to ask. If you are listening to this podcast and you love it, 
I would love it so much if you could go to iTunes and leave it five stars and leave a review. It really supports the podcast, gets it out there. Um, you know, what's funny is like I was on the, I was looking at the charts not too long ago and I was like one of the top spirituality podcasts a couple weeks in Russia and Germany. So that was very exciting for me. <laughs> I don't really honestly understand all the logistics behind it. I just want to be doing this podcast consistently. And I know that the reviews and ratings help. So it would really support me and what I'm doing here and this work and all my guests. If you could please leave a five-star review and leave a, um, uh, you know, leave a review. Um, Thank you so much. I hope that these things I went over about deep listening and you know, checking in with the people you love before you unload what you want to share. And I hope sharing about anger and also about how that's connected with being seen is helpful for you. I mean, it was so much love. And, you know, if anything that was talked about has pinged you and you feel a little triggered or poked at, like, look into that. What is that? I get triggered all the time. It's exhausting. (laughs) But I... You know, I don't know if you feel this too. I get like so much self-awareness exhaustion. I swear to God, I exhaust myself. Um, it's like literally like I'm a trigger. Like, why are you triggered? What's that from? I don't know. Let's dig into that. But really, like there's a lot of great little wisdom codes within the things that trigger us. So I hope you're all taking good care of yourself. And please make sure this is such an important time to stay grounded and stick to your practices, whatever your morning rituals are and moving your body and taking care of your temple and taking care of your mind and your spirit. And just like really knowing that you literally have within you all of the things you need to heal yourself. And don't forget to vote, 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 the house has out. That's a wrap for today on the Healer Dealer Podcast. If you liked this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a five-star review and let me know what you loved about this episode and what you want to hear more of. Until then, do what feels good. Know that you are always supported and it is your birthright to have all the things you desire. I'm your Healer Dealer, Diana Zalecki. Thank you so much for being here. I hope to see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.